You're listening to Simply the Best Sports Take, the best podcast breaking down the best stuff in sports with host Sean Bingham. His takes are so good, he dropped the mic, but then you wouldn't be able to hear him, and that would suck. Welcome into STB Sports Take, Simply the Best Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Bingham. Thank you for being here. We are on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor Podcasts, everywhere you get your podcasts, we are there. Please hit that subscribe button, whatever platform you are on. Join us, hit the subscribe button, get the podcast every time it comes out. We do about two a week. Um, thank you for being here. So, a lot to talk about today, a lot of fun stuff to talk about today. we got freaking college kids, adults playing high school kids, faking like they're in high school. Uh, but we're going to start with the NFL. We're going to start with Cam Newton, released from the New England Patriots, released, not not. Announced as the number two guy, not announced as the backup quarterback, but released, cut entirely from the team, did not make the 53-man roster. Surprising? Not really, actually. Mac Jones is a rookie that they took 15th overall. He plays very similar to Tom Brady. He is Belichick's guy. Cam Newton was never Belichick's guy. Uh, Cam Newton is 32. He hasn't had a good season in several years. His MVP season is six years in the rearview mirror. Um, He did not get vaccinated. We're going to talk about that. Um, He chose to not get vaccinated, Cam Newton. Um, Ran into some COVID protocol stuff with the NFL and then had to uh, miss a few days of practice, which included uh, one of those team-on-team scrimmages where they practice with another team. It's not a preseason game. It was just like an in-practice scrimmage. And Cam Newton ends up missing that. Mac Jones gets all the first team reps, plays phenomenally well. In fact, I heard it was the best rookie. um, Well, sorry, he actually did miss a preseason game as well. And his preseason game was, this is where this stat comes in. Um, It was the best rookie QBR uh, in a preseason game since they started calculating that back in 2013. So played phenomenally well in the preseason, but this one in-practice scrimmage, he was apparently just off the hook good. Obviously, we don't have very much footage of that, if any. Um, but Belichick reportedly went over and gave him a f- high five, you know, at the end. And Belichick doesn't show much emotion, but he did there. And there was lots of rumors that this was going to happen. And it did. Uh, it did. Cam Newton, it was the, it was the right move for the Patriots. Uh, he is Cam Newton is not the future. He's definitely not the future, and so and he doesn't really give you that much better of a chance to win now for the present. Maybe you win a game or two more with him. In fact, I would say you probably do win a game or more two with him. But what good does that really do you to win, you know, ten games instead of nine or eight? It's it's not that big of a difference. Um, and you give it a guy like Mac Jones, give him a chance to start now. His work ethic seems unbelievable. Um, this is exciting stuff for Mac Jones and the New England Patriots. And honestly, it's exciting stuff for Cam Newton. He gets a fresh start. He doesn't have this, like the weight of this rookie kind of hanging over his shoulders at all times. Um, it's going to be interesting. They had to do it though. Cam Newton's a huge personality. He was going to be very vocal on social media and elsewhere. And he'd be looking over, you know, um, he'd be looking over, the rookie's shoulders at all times. It would, it would just be a bad situation. It would be a bad situation. I think they had to do it. Um, and it's interesting, though, that the, the vaccine came down to be such a huge, huge issue here. And we're seeing now in the NBA, this is something I was going to hold off on a little bit, but we're seeing the NBA now, the, the Knicks, the Nets, and the Warriors 
cannot play in their own home games because they're not vaccinated. So if you're not vaccinated in your own home game, Nets, Warriors, Knicks, again, that's New York teams and then Bay Area team, can't play in their own home games if they're not vaccinated. They're basically forcing players in professional sports to get vaccinated, forcing them. Cam Newton just lost his job because of it. I mean, trust me, if Cam Newton was vaccinated and didn't miss that scrimmage, didn't miss those practices, didn't miss those days, he gets the number one, the 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 QB1 reps. Obviously, Mac Jones would get some playing time. Maybe you see him take over around like, you know, week five or six or 10 or something like that. But all it took was giving him a chance to shine and he shined brighter than anybody expected. And once that happened, this was expected. Cam Newton getting released, that is. Um, and it came because he wasn't vaccinated. He wasn't vaccinated. Now you've got NBA players on the Nets, Knicks, and Warriors. Uh, come on. They can't play in their home games. They're going to miss half their season. That's a huge deal. Like They're forcing players to get vaccinated. I personally hate it. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I don't want to get political right now. Uh, that's not what this podcast is about. This podcast is about sports. But this is a sports issue. And they are being forced to get vaccinated, which I personally hate. I think it should be a choice. Um, I'm not against vaccines at all. I think they can be awesome. Modern medicine is awesome. But I don't think people should be forced to get vaccinated. I think that's a, that's a bit of a stretch. So, But it's happening. It's happening in both the NFL and the NBA. Uh, I think you're going to see guys. I think you'll see guys end up retiring. One or There'll be one or two key guys that are just like, you know what? I'm not doing this. I'm out. Um, it's going to be getting interesting. It's going to be very, very interesting. But Cam Newton... Out uh, with the New England Patriots. We'll see where he lands. There's already talk of him maybe backing up. That's the other thing. He's not a backup. He's a starter. He's a former MVP. He's a starter. There's talk of him going to Tampa Bay to back up Tom Brady. Doubt it. Um, I'd love to see him go to the Washington football team. I think he'd be a better starter than Fitz, Fitzpatrick or anyone else we have right now. Um, there's a lot of talk of him going to different areas. And there's talk that uh, you know maybe he goes to the Miami Dolphins where Tua is like this. Like you know, Who knows? That would be within the same division, of course, the AFC East. AFC East, by the way, we, now that Josh Allen, or excuse me, now that uh, Cam Cam Newton's out and Mac Jones is the starter, Josh Allen is the oldest starting quarterback in the AFC East, and he's only 25. The next oldest is Tua at 23. Then you have Zach Wilson and Mac Jones at 22. This division is wildly young. Very talented, though, at quarterback, just young talent, and we'll see if it ever comes to real fruition. But this is another reason that I think Belichick had to do this. He's looking at the division. He's got six games against essentially rookie-like quarterbacks. Josh Allen's a stud, but he's still young. Tua, totally unproven. Um, It's almost like a college game, college matchup with Zach Wilson and Tua for a Mac Jones. Like quarterback to quarterback, obviously the defenses are going to be better. But the defenses are better on the Patriots side as well. So in other words, Zach Wilson's going up against an NFL defense. Two is going up against an NFL defense. But they're both essentially college-type guys, just like Mac Jones is. So it's, it, it levels the playing field for several of the games in division. in division, And that's a big deal. I think that gives Mac Jones a lot of confidence. It could be good for Tua as well. It could be good for Zach Wilson as well. But it levels the playing field a little bit within that division. And instead of going up against, you know, veteran studs he's going to be going up against other rookies or second year players that aren't that great um, or young studs who just had breakout seasons but we'll see if it sticks in Josh Allen so I do think that played a part um, 
From a QB perspective, it's almost like a college game for all of them. And I would argue that uh, Mac Jones has the better supporting cast. So you'll probably see the Patriots finish second in this division. Um, but it's a young QB division. And, you know, they had to do it. So I'm excited to see where Cam Newton goes. Um, moving to the NBA real quick. We talked about the vaccination stuff. Um, and another thing that came out, this was like a bombshell along with Cam Newton getting uh, released. But Ben Simmons wants out of Philadelphia and he wants to go anywhere, anywhere, he says. Um, he hates the 76ers now. This guy is such a diva. Ben Simmons is very overrated. We'll see if he can actually shoot. I've said this before. I don't care about the tapes that he released, which clearly now we know that was strategic. We knew it was at the time. I called it from the very beginning on this podcast. And I said, look, I'll believe it when I see it in an NBA game against NBA defenders. And it's not edited and released by your PR team. We'll see if you can actually shoot then. I don't believe he can. I'm sure he's improved a little bit. I don't believe he's going to be making a bunch of threes each game this season. But he wants out, wants no part of the 76ers. There's talk that it was him or Embiid. But after that series loss, they kind of all threw him under the bus. Embiid kind of did. So that was the turning point when he didn't take that shot, that layup, which it was. Uh, The GM kind of, Daryl Morey kind of threw him under the bus. Needs to learn how to shoot. I don't entirely blame Ben Simmons for being upset. But be upset with yourself, improve your game, come back strong. Now he wants to do it, but he wants to do it anywhere else. He does not care. Uh, That's a big deal. To say you'll go anywhere else, that's a big deal. He's going to get traded. Um, He's going to get traded. I don't know where he's going to go, but, uh, you know, there was original talk that he'd want to go to some big, you know, big big market team that had a chance to win a title. Uh, I think he's going to go to a team that has a far worse chance at winning a title than the 76ers do, but would it be interesting if he went to the Portland Trailblazers in exchange for Damian Lillard? We know Dame wants to win a title. We know that Philadelphia has a better chance than Portland does. Will they make the move now? Is his trade value, is Ben Simmons' trade value, it's a lot lower now, really, because he wants out. Um, And so, very, very interesting. Um, And... Sorry, I just got a text message that very distracted me. That distracted me quite a bit. But anyway, um, <laughs> keep going here. Uh, so Ben Simmons out in Philadelphia. Good riddance to him. Hope he doesn't come anywhere near the Jazz. This guy needs to learn how to shoot, and, and it'll solve all of his problems. It's like Mark Cuban once said when it comes to business, that revenue solves all problems. Uh, in basketball, I would say the ability to shoot solves all problems. I mean, there are guys that have no business being in the league, but they are there, and they're there for years even though their only skill is shooting. They can't defend that well. They can't jump very high. They're not the greatest passers or rebounders. They're a little bit of liability on defense, um, but they can shoot lights out and they stay in the league and they've got a role. So shooting will solve a lot, Ben. All right, Lakers. Lakers re-sign Rajon Rondo. Rajon Rondo, however you want to pronounce it. So he was with the Lakers for their bogus title in 2020 um, in the bubble. He went to the Clippers, tried to get another title last year, didn't take. They lose Kawhi Leonard, don't get the title. Now he's back with the Lakers. So he's now gone boom, 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 switching teams, three teams essentially, but really just two, but three years, three different teams, and he never had to move. Got to keep the same place in LA. Very smart on his part, but he's back with the Lakers. They now have seven players on their team who have made All-NBA at some point in their career, and that is the first time in history that that will have happened. Um 
assuming they all appear in at least one game. So nothing changes between now and, and opening night. Um, there has never been a team in NBA history that had seven players on it in the same season uh, that appeared in at least one game. That's it, just one game. If they appeared in at least one game uh, in the season, that counts for you know being on that team. There's never been a team that had seven players that did that. This team will do it if they just all show up night one. So the Lakers have got to be right there with the Nets for favorites. I still take a healthy Nets team over a healthy Lakers team. I just do. But you've got LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, Camilo Anthony, Dwight Howard, Mark Gasol, Rajon Rondo. That's a stacked team. The problem is you've got Rondo, Dwight, and Mark Gasol, and Camilo Anthony. Four of your seven that we went through are very aged. Yes, they've been first-team All-NBA before. They've been All-NBA before, but they're aged. Way past his prime, Mark Gasol. Way past his prime, Carmelo and Dwight and Rajon Rondo. All of them way past their prime. Carmelo can still shoot and contribute. Rondo's a good backup. Dwight's a good backup. Mark Gasol's kind of a non-factor. But then you've got Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Russell Westbrook still on their primes. Um, Tail end of their primes, I would say, for LeBron and, and Westbrook, but peak of his prime for Anthony Davis if he can just stay healthy. So there's a lot of ifs, you know, ifs, ands, and buts when it comes to the Lakers. I still take a healthy Nets team. Lakers are going to be really a lot of fun to watch, though. Um, okay, back to the NFL. Andy Dalton is going to be starting over Justin Fields. That is not surprising, uh, but it also is. Justin Fields is clearly the future. He's clearly the better player. Um, but Andy Dalton is okay being a backup. He's not a Cam Newton type. He's not a former MVP. He's not as as loud and you know full of life and, and vocal as a leader and just as a person on social media and whatnot. He's none of those things, right? He's, he's Again, he's not been an MVP who feels like he deserves to be a starter. He was just a backup last year, so he's been a backup. So he's very, it's a very different scenario than Cam Newton where it felt like they needed to just, you know what, let's just move on from Cam. He's not the future, um, and let's give him a chance to go start fresh somewhere else as a starter because he probably deserves to start on some team somewhere in this league. We want to go with Mac Jones, though. Andy Dalton, on the other hand, has kind of turned into a very valuable backup. That's what he was last year to Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. That's what I think he will be this year to Justin Fields and the Bears. But they promised him when they went and got him that he would be the starter. So what they're doing is they're making good on that promise. They're also going to give Justin Fields some extra time to develop underneath a guy who knows that his job is, his days are numbered. Like, Cam Newton doesn't want that. He wants to just go be a starter and be the guy. Um, Andy Dalton, he knows his days are numbered. He knows they are. Andy Dalton knows it is just a matter of time. Unless he plays extremely well, it's just a matter of time before Justin Fields takes over. I mean, the first mistake he makes, there's going to be, oh, they're, I mean, they're already rumbling and grumbling, you know, about uh, getting getting uh, Justin Fields in that starting lineup. But they're going to give him a chance to beat uh, his former team, the Bengals. They're going to help Justin Fields avoid some of the top defenses that they play early on. I think it makes sense. We know it's Justin Fields' team. Give him a few weeks to kind of like learn the NFL game at real NFL speeds, at real NFL practices, watching real NFL games, learning from Andy Dalton. You'll see him eventually take over within a few weeks, and I think he's going to be really good. I'm excited for this quarterback class. This quarterback class is unbelievable. Trevor Lawrence has looked spectacular in preseason. Zach Wilson has looked really good. Justin Fields has looked really good. Mac Jones has looked spectacular. Uh, Trey Lance has looked good. Um, You're going to see him get a lot of playing time there in San Francisco. I mean, we've got five quarterbacks that really look like they have some real promise to them, and I'm excited to watch it. 
Um, okay, speaking of Ohio State, obviously Justin Fields went to Ohio State. This is something that's very freaking cool. So not long ago, the NCAA announced that they were going to allow players to make money off of their name and likeness and image, right? And it's like an NIL name, image, and likeness. So there are players now signing NIL deals, name, image, likeness deals. One is Ohio State's quarterback, Quinn, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Ewers, Ewers, I think Ewers, Quinn Ewers, okay? This guy should be a senior in high school. He he has foregone his senior year in high school to enroll early at Ohio State, and he just inked a $1.4 million deal to sign autographs. $1.4 million, and he should be a senior in high school. What? This is wild stuff. This is so freaking cool in my opinion. Give this kid a chance to make money. That is life-changing money he just made, and he should. Why should he not? If people are, if fans are going to clamor to buy his jerseys, clamor to get pictures with him, clamor to get his autograph, if they're going to line up to buy tickets to sit in seats to watch him play, why should he not make money off of that? Why? There is no good reason why, which is why he now can. $1.4 million. Yes, you're reading that correctly. I'm reading that correctly. Rather, you're listening to it correctly. $1.4 million for a high school kid, really to go and make money as Ohio State's quarterback. He's the number one recruit. Um, and it's just unbelievable to me that, that this is happening. This is good and bad, right? It's very good for the players. This is how it should be. This is absolutely how it should be. It's a little bit bad for college sports because it's going to make the rich get richer. You see this now as a high school kid and you're like, okay, $1.4 million because he's at Ohio State. That would not be, he would not, as the number one recruit, if you go and you choose some smaller school, even as the number one recruit, I don't care how talented you are, if you don't go choose an Alabama or a Michigan or an Ohio State or a Notre Dame or a Clemson, if you don't go choose one of those massive, massive programs, you're not getting a $1.4 million deal. You might get a third of that, if anything. You might get a tenth of that, honestly, because you're not Ohio State's quarterback. You're not Notre Dame's quarterback. You're freaking whatever, you know, you're some Troy State quarterback, even though you're great. It's like, ah, Troy State's like not ever on TV. You don't have a really good fan base. Nobody really follows closely, you know, who the number one recruit is coming out of high school. We're just anticipating you're going to be the man. It's a three-year deal. So for the next three years, this kid will sign a bunch of autographs. Um, the company, by the way, he did, did it with is um, GT Sports Marketing. And it's just for autographs. So for the next three years, any autographs that uh, I don't know if it's I don't know if he can't give out autographs. Period, or if it's just like the ones that they sell. But he'll do like signings, and they'll sell his autograph. One point four million for three years. He'll probably play college football for all three of those years, at least two of them. And then I guess for one more third year, uh, maybe he gets to the NFL, and that's where this you know GT Sports Marketing Company can really make bank and cash in is from him being in the NFL for one of the seasons that he's under their contract. But $1.4 million, and he should be in high school. I love it. I think it's amazing. But this will definitely make the rich get even richer. If you're a top recruit, you're seeing this, and you're like, okay, get me to Alabama. Get me to Ohio State. Get me to Clemson. Get me to Notre Dame. Why would you go anywhere else? You're not going to get $1.4 million playing for the Utes or for the Cougars. And those are actually pretty darn good schools, pretty big schools. I mean, enrollment's like 30000 plus, right? Pac-12 for Utah. 
national nationally televised games every every week for BYU. Deal with ESPN, their own cable network. Um, these are big programs. You're not getting a fraction of that. Uh, not even a fraction of that. If you go to those schools, you're not getting 1.4 million, not even close. So the rich will get richer. Um, and, but I think for the kids sake, this is freaking awesome. What a dream. Like, can you imagine how much money Tim Tebow would have made in college or Jimmer for or go way back with BYU, Ty Detmer, you know, Heisman trophy winner. Jimmer Fredette, it was like pandemonium, okay? He would have made absolute bank. He wouldn't have gotten it coming out of high school, though. He would have had to wait clear until that senior year, maybe going into his maybe going into his senior year after his junior year. He could have made a bunch. Tim Tebow, though, that kid was on the map as a freshman, won a national title, doing the jump passes, was a star for the next three years. He could have made tons of money, tons of money. You think of guys that go to Duke, Zion Williamson just recently at Duke, could have made millions at Duke. Probably, these guys probably all did make this money just you know from boosters illegally. Now they can make it legally on top of whatever money they get from boosters. So kudos to them. Uh, speaking of illegal activity, we're going to transition here to Bishop Sycamore, the fake high school that duped ESPN and everybody else into thinking they were a high school. And they played the number one team in the entire country, IMG, the number one high school team in the entire country, lost to them 58 to nothing on national television. And they're not even a real high school. It's a bunch of JUCO kids. It's a bunch of like 20-something-year-olds. They even have a kid who's 15 on there, though. It's just this random conglomeration of, of non-high school students or student-athletes playing a game with, by the way, a coach who has an active warrant out for his arrest from before this whole issue. Um, there were like There's reports of them sleeping on floors and stealing from Walmarts and all sorts of crazy stuff. And somehow, some way, they duped their way all the way to the top to play on ESPN nationally televised. I don't get how this happens. I don't know how ESPN messes that up. I don't know how IMG messes that up. They, they won 58 to nothing, but funny, funny stuff. You know, my friends last night were like, oh, someone needs to get fired at ESPN. And I'm like, who cares? Like, this is actually almost good publicity for them because nobody really cares. ESPN is just an entertainment company. That's all they are. They don't have to do some due diligence. They don't owe it to the game to like have these to be an actual high school. It's like, yeah, if you want to, if you two teams want to play each other, we look at you two teams. We think, yeah, this is the best ranked team in the country, and some team with a lot of hype of some sort. Yeah, sure, we'll take you. Let's 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 play this baby. So they're just an entertainment company. I don't. I, more power to them. And now everyone's talking about it. Look, we're talking about it right now. It's been on, on all these Instagram posts I've been seeing. So to me, more power to them. You know, like it's not. I don't even know. I stealing from Walmart's illegal. I don't know if. I don't know if convincing. Some school to you know to to play you in football is illegal. They said they were an online only charter school. I guess they could somehow get away with that. But they have like JUCO players. <laughs> I guess that's got to be illegal. You got JUCO like adults playing against children. I'm sorry, it's so funny. And then the fact that they lose 58 to nothing, and they're like grown men, 21 years old, have played in junior college, and they get blown out by a high school team that's actually full of high school kids. That's freaking hilarious. So very very funny stuff. Um, Okay, one more thing in the NFL. Actually, a couple more things. Um, I saw Juju Smith-Schuster doing the the crate challenge. We've seen the crate challenge craze. Juju's like this TikTok-obsessed guy. He had to always do his dances in the end zone and whatnot and before the games and had to... The more everybody talked about it, said he shouldn't do it, the more he wanted to do it. And the Steelers had that nice early exit from the playoffs. 
Um, now he's doing the crate challenge. I don't know if you've watched the crate challenge, but people are like dying doing this thing. Like, I don't know anyone's trying it. It's like every video I watch, I've seen a few where they succeed, which Juju was one of them, but he did it. He did in his defense, you know, he kind of did it a little bit lower uh, than I've seen others do. It wasn't stacked quite as high, but people are getting wrecked on this thing. The crates get all wobbly. They're toppling in this like super awkward position, falling to their face, you know, on hard surface from like 10, 15 feet in the air and really getting wrecked, getting concussions. I mean, you, do you really want to see your star wide receiver doing this a week before the, the season kicks off, doing the crate challenge for TikTok views? Juju's got to wake up. I mean, I think it's cool to be fun. I'm, I'm 40 years old. I look and act and dress a lot younger than I am in a lot of ways to stay young and fun and happy and active. But Juju, you're making millions of dollars to play football. Don't do the freaking crate challenge a week before the season just to get TikTok views when you might end up breaking your neck or your shoulder or something. It could literally alter your career. So just knock it off and grow up. Um, ridiculous. Okay, one more thing I wanted to mention. And then I had other things. I'll save them for tomorrow or another time though. But um, I saw this stat line from uh, Derek Henry's high school, high school days. He's the first player ever to rush for 2,000 yards in a season in both high school, college, and the pros. First one to ever do it. His high school thing, I'm going to put this on the screen for those watching on YouTube. He had games where, first off, he averaged almost 10 yards per carry for his high school for an entire season. Had 4,200 yards rushing, 4,261, uh, and 55 touchdowns, rushing touchdowns. 55 touchdowns, 4,261 yards. I mean, games of like 330 yards rushing, three touchdowns, 510 yards rushing, six touchdowns, 362 yards rushing, six touchdowns, 455 yards rushing, five touchdowns, 485 yards rushing, six touchdowns. He's getting 57 touches in a game. I mean, bonkers. Uh, hilarious to think of somebody trying to tackle this guy in high school, Derrick Henry. So I want to make mention of that. I've got other stuff I want to talk about. I'm going to save it for another day. This has been a spectacular podcast. I've really enjoyed it. I hope you guys have too. Please share this with your friends. We're excited to watch the Nets and the Lakers. We're excited for NFL season to kick off. I've got my fantasy football draft tonight. Wish me luck on that. Please subscribe. Please share with your friends. I am out. Peace. We got the same. Thanks for hanging with Simply the Best Sports Take. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and check out stbsportstake.com. Simply the best in sports. Cause we are